I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It was great. It is the time. The season. It is the season. It is. It's so close. Which is like bittersweet i know like as it gets closer i'm like no i want this to last longer but also like halloween yeah Yeah, like it's simultaneously exciting but also like upsetting because you realize how many Mm -hmm. days are left and it's like oh yeah it keeps getting closer and i'm like shit 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 we've got like what 12 days oh that's so sad yeah but still 12 more days which I think is funny, because when this comes out, it'll only be four days, so people are probably thinking, oh, it's only four days, yeah, it's not very much time, and we're like, no, 12 days! It's 12 days enough. isn't nearly enough. An entire month isn't nearly enough. Agreed. We are once again joined by Mr. Kyle Bristol here for our ooky spooky Halloween spectacular. Love the eyeball mug, was that a... Was that an artistic choice? It was. I've had this mug for years, but I always forget it because it's on the top shelf of mm. my uh, mug cabinet. And I didn't even have time to make tea. This just has, like, soda in it. That's fun. I was determined. I was like, no, it is the night for the eyeball mug because it's, you know, spooky. As it should be. But I think we have some fun, spooky-themed questions for tonight. Unless anyone just has anything that they would like to share to begin with before we get into it. I don't know why I ask. <laughs> oh, I mean, I just didn't say anything because we had a full bucket. That's fair. Um, so I guess we'll start right off with a sort of, I guess, something along the lines of a would you rather. Do we think it would be more fun to be a vampire or a werewolf? And then there's a sub point to that, which is that arguments for specific types of vampires are accepted here. I feel like when you open up subtypes of vampires, that makes it a lot more complicated. Because, like, there's a big difference between traditional blood-sucking vampire and, like, an energy vampire. Okay. I'm gonna say that it has to be, like, a blood-sucking vampire, but, like, there some variance is allowed. Because, like, Alucard is very different from Laszlo. Yes. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. So, with that caveat in place of you must drink blood, would it be more fun to be a vampire or a werewolf? 
want to say werewolf. Interesting. Explain. It just sounds very freeing. But it's hard to because I'm not as familiar with like the werewolf lore, you know? I'm not either. Like, so I'm kind of just going off of like the most classic, basic, like widely known version of a werewolf that I can possibly think of. But like, are they immortal as well? Yeah, I think so. I think if the only the only thing that kills them is a silver bullet, right? Eh, not old age. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. I thought they weren't. Yeah, I've never really thought about it, I guess. I've always just assumed that they were either immortal or had, like, extended lifespans because they have fun supernatural powers happening. Huh. They're immortal in the Underworld movies, I know. Hmm. Well, we can say for our own purposes they are. Yeah, sure, why not? You're getting to be an immortal supernatural creature. It's just down to which one. But it also, like, they don't have to eat people. And the other question I have in my mind is, because, like, I feel like in some media, they are not aware, like, self-aware when they are... Yeah, there's kind of, like, a bloodlust thing happening in some versions. When you become a werewolf. Because I think that's an important factor. Because if I can keep charge of myself while I'm the werewolf, great. But if it's like I completely lose control of myself, I'm like, yeah, no thanks. Yeah, that might. Not. Here's yeah. the thing: if I do oh, get no. to mostly, if I do get to like for the most part keep control of myself as a werewolf, I'm not gonna say that like just going quite literally feral once per month wouldn't be very like cleansing and freeing. Yeah. Like I'd just go hunt a deer or something. But I would still get to, like, charge through the wood in, like, pursuit of a creature. Yeah. And I think that would be nice. I think that would heal something in me, to be completely honest with you. I, I want to be a what-we-do-in-the-shadows werewolf. Werewolves, not swearwolves. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> People can throw, like, you know, toys for me and I'll chase after them, preferably not over cliffs or anything like that, but... Well, I mean, what-we-do-in-the-shadows, they clearly have some sort of healing factor going on. Because mm-hmm. he survives jumping off of a building. Yeah. So, like, there's that. Um. Uh, hmm. Maybe a werewolf would be more fun, because I think it would, like, fuck up your life less. Mm-hmm. But man, sometimes being a vampire does sound very appealing to me. But... Werewolves can still eat, like, human food. And you're right, but here's the thing, and maybe this just, like, makes me, like, a narcissist or whatever. Vampires are so much hotter. Who says? Me. I don't know what it is. I just find the notion of the vampire so much hotter than the notion of the werewolf, and I don't necessarily know why. It's because of how media has chosen to depict them. Okay, yeah, I'm not immune to propaganda. You could be a sexy werewolf, they just tend to show them as, like, savages that are scary. I could be a se- I would like to imagine that I would be a sexy werewolf. Although, here's the thing. I think being a vampire along the lines of, like, Alucard Tepesh would not be that bad. Because he can go in the sun, he has- he's shown, like, eating human food, he just occasionally needs blood to survive. Also, he's immortal and gets sexy fangs. 
feel like that's a little bit cheating, though. Because if we're talking garden variety vampire, like, that's that's an incredibly rare thing. I suppose. Cause I will it's... say, having just read Dracula this year... Oh, yes! Uh, he... Dracula, I mean, being a vampire seems like it's really fun if you're already, like, a murderous psychopath. If you're already a little insane. Like, he's, yeah. he's, having a, he's having a great... All the vampires are having a great time in that story. But it is very much, like, a curse. Like, mm-hmm. like Bridget said. They just can't, you can't do anything. You can't go out half the time. You can't enjoy the food that you used to enjoy. I don't know. I feel like they're both equally terrible conditions. I suppose from a logistical standpoint, being a werewolf probably would be more fun. Yeah. You could be immortal and still eat ice cream along the What kind of mutant dog would we like to turn into as a werewolf? Like what breed of dog? Yeah, what breed of dog do you want to be? Interesting. Like you're obviously going to be like a super strong mutant version of said dog breed, but like, what do you what do you think it would be? What would you want it to be? Hmm. Oh my god, I wonder what a were beagle would look like. A were beagle? Oh my god. I would like to be a borzoi. (laughs) Because they already look terrifying. We need to find, we need to make like an artist friend who we can be like, you know, draw us a beagle and just, like, you know. So this, this is why the next like Saratoga Comic Con that we do, we have to have business cards and stickers ready with like our QR code or something on it. So you just like pass it out to people as like instant friendship and start building our network of like nerds to talk to. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. But I would like to be a Borzoi if I were to be a werewolf, because they already look pretty horrifying. <laughs> and I would ma- probably make me an extra fast werewolf, because it's a sight hound. I feel like it'd be fun to be like a golden retriever werewolf. That would be kind of cute. I feel like that would fit with my personality a bit more. I, Just yeah, like okay, I buy that. I can see myself as a golden retriever werewolf. I don't know if I have the personality of a Borzoi because those dogs are. I love them dearly. I want one so bad. They are stupid. They are stupid yeah. as shit. And I don't yeah. pretend that I'm particularly a genius, but with Borzois, the only th- the only thing in that head is air and go. Yes, that's Ugh. all they do. I don't really know what kind of dog breed I would be, like, personality-wise. Brooks, honestly, I think Golden Retriever fits for you. And Kyle, Beagle does see- Beagle- yeah. I can see that. I really don't know what dog breed I am, so if anyone would like to assign me a dog breed right now and make that my sort of werewolf Sona, I am open to it. Also, if you can't come up with anything, I'm not gonna judge anybody. I almost feel like it needs to be some sort of, like, hunting dog for some reason. I don't know why. Interesting. Is it my Aries energy? Something immediately came to mind, but I'm curious to hear what other people think. I don't have an opinion because I've never thought about this. Or, like, I I suppose it's hard to assign one to myself because I might not view myself the way other people view me. Mm -hmm. To some degree. 
which greyhound is the tiny one? The Italian greyhound? Yeah, that's, I think that's, I think that suits you. <laughs> Actually, you're so right. Just this little, like, thing that's, like, shaking and nervous. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll take Italian greyhound. Brooks, do you have any other ideas? Well, I was thinking specifically about, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the TikTok account. It's um, author Abby Jimenez, but she has three or four dogs, but one of them is this dog named Tess, and I can't remember what kind of dog she is, but that's the one that came to mind. But she is some sort of hunting dog, which is why I was saying that. Interesting. But she's like, she's super smart and a little bit odd and kind of goofy looking. I mean, not the you goofy looking. Oh, just I'll like call myself goofy looking all day long. All day long. You know, like, you know, that the personality part of it, you know, mm. just kind of like a little bit. <laughs> all right. I would either be a were Italian greyhound or whatever breed of hunting dog that is that I will wind up searching later. Yeah. It's going to bother me. Oh, never mind. Or we've got our resident podcast Googler on it right now. Man, what did we do before Google? <laughs> I have never, ha I never had to know. Tess is a poodle pointer. Aww. Oh. That's kind of fun. Well, I mean, I am, I, I have curly hair, so there's that. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> well, no, no, she's not, it, that, that actually is not a poodle hybrid. Oh. Uh, it's a hunting dog specifically called a poodle, P-U-D-E-L winter that's huh. so fun from a hunting Perfect. dog yeah oh my god hell yeah i'll be a fun little pointer that'll be great yeah, yeah. i think as much as i find vampires because of the way they are portrayed in media i find vampires incredibly like attractive and alluring i think it would fuck up my life less to be a werewolf and therefore it would be a lot more fun and again i just i want to i want to go after something in the moonlight and not really think about it i don't necessarily yeah. i don't think i want to kill people as a werewolf I just, I want to yeah. sink my teeth into something. Yeah. I think if I were a werewolf, I would, like, quit my job and put all my energy for, into making, like, a werewolf reserve. Yes. Where during full moons, all the werewolves can get together. And here's this, the thing. Like, Deer area. are an invasive species in so much of the United States. So, like, you're solving a problem. Yeah. Yeah. We would just have our own wooded area, fenced off, kind of like Jurassic Park, you mm -hmm. know? And uh, we'd just fill it with deer. And then full moon, we all just get together and fun. incredible. All right, and yeah, I'm here for it. Over, we process it and feed it to the homeless. <laughs> Fantastic! You know, another business idea for werewolves, right there. Solid plan all around. Even though it would be nonprofit, but still, <laughs> I mean, we could figure so yeah. there could be some angle. Yeah. Just for, you know, maintenance costs. Yeah, we'll make deer jerky. We're not looking to make a profit here. I'm here for it. Um, I guess we can kind of... This is tangentially related because I just talked about sinking my teeth into something. This is kind of fucked up, but since this is our Halloween episode, we're going to talk about it anyway. Um, What do we think the best cut of meat is on a human being? <laughs> Ooh. Thigh. That's what I was gonna say. Because I, I feel like yeah. a lot of other parts wouldn't have enough fat. 
but then like most yeah. people's ass too much because you want the right kind of marbling you know yeah probably a lot of people's biceps as long as they're not too strong would be good too Ooh, yeah yeah i can see that working out much smaller cut of meat than a thigh do we think a human rib would be acceptable because like we eat those but is our like anatomy built in such a way that like there's no point to it versus like you know a pig I don't know enough about human anatomy. I don't either. I don't really know what's in between them. Like, you know. There's something. They're connected. I would assume so. Something, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't really yeah. know very much about how humans are put together, but I think a thigh would probably be solid. Like, maybe the calf muscle? Would be. Although I feel like calf muscles are more muscly. You know? I mean, is that not... Like, muscle, is that not what you're eating on any sort of animal, technically? Well, it is. It's just that you want to make sure you have the right amount of, like, fat. No, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I think the calf doesn't have enough fat in it. Hmm. It might be a bit, like, gamier. Hmm. Just a guess. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, not that it wouldn't be edible, just compared to a thigh, you know? I feel like your forearm would be the equivalent of a chicken wing. Probably. Because it's got the two bones in it. You know, I was literally going to say, like a chicken wing, you gotta break apart- <laughs> This is so fucked up. You gotta, like, break apart the bone. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. like if I had to start eating myself, I'd probably start bicep area for the upper arms. Interesting. Oh, interesting. Is this a scenario where, like, you have to do it while you're still alive? I, I mean, yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> See, say, you just volunteered <laughs> eating yourself a lot. I'm thinking every every part seems too lean, but like, I could start. Well, I mean, we've all seen at least the first two seasons of Hannibal. What the hell was he cooking? I think like, I thought he did a lot of internal organs. A lot of organ yeah. meat. Yeah, but liver. um, what's uh, Eddie is Eddie Izzard when she yeah. was on that episode of Hannibal? I'm pretty sure it was like thigh meat that her character was like forced to compliment the chef on. <laughs> he served her thigh meat. I don't remember that. I watched it when it aired, which has been years, so I don't Right, and it. I watched that show when it aired, and, like, what was I doing? I was in high school. Why was I doing that? Yeah, I don't know. I need to finish that show. I never finished it. Yeah, I... I feel like part of this conversation is also, like, who would you want to eat? Like, not necessarily a specific name, but, like... You wouldn't want what type of like, individual would you want to eat? Yeah. Because you wouldn't want to eat somebody who's, like, super fit. You know, you want some body fat. So, so I would say somebody I mean, who has that kind of, like... Like, they're not a bodybuilder, but perhaps they have a job that is very physical, that kind of, like, built over years of, like, doing said physical job, but they, like, again, they still enjoy their life outside of that, so they just kind of got the, like... 
the protective layer of like fat still around their muscles like they should that's why i'm thinking the way to go is like dad bod okay yeah essentially yeah like there's an underlying strength so there's actual meat there but it's not just like totally lean meat yeah, I feel like that's essentially what dad bods are, is, like, a guy you could tell was, like, really fit when he was younger, mm-hmm. but, you know, had kids and kind of didn't have as much time to work out, so put on a little a little layer over top of those muscles, and it's like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, again, just very pro-dad bod in general, but also yeah. for cannibalism, I'm gonna say that's the move. Yeah. yeah, which, and this is important, because if we do find ourselves in a cannibal holocaust... You know, a film maybe we need to sure. a film that I need to watch. Yeah, I feel like you need to like get real skinny or just real like overweight, and then yeah, you have to you be know, on an, on an extreme. Yeah, you gotta. And frankly, if it's an apocalypse situation, I feel like the kind of like you're most likely to wind up like that kind of like survivalist, like nothing but muscle. Yeah, if you is... do survive. Yeah, which is potentially a problem, because I think most people are going to be like that. you got to be, like, sickly thin. Mm. <laughs> then you'd be less appealing than the more muscled people. Yeah. You need to be, like, a, what's her name? Close to Flockhart. Dated reference. Yeah, very. I don't know who that, I mean, here's the thing. I've only ever heard that name making jokes about the fact that it sounds like the name of a witch. Mm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know who that is. She was uh, big in the 90s during the, like, heroin chic era. Hmm, when, gross. You know, the, uh, the most popular models were those that were, like, legitimately medically underweight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like the model Twiggy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was, her name was freaking Twiggy. Yeah. <laughs> yep, wild times. But that's what you need to look like to be least appealing, probably. A zombie, not zombie. Cannibal. I feel like that would happen to me pretty quickly just because I'm not a particularly big person to begin with. I think the second I was put in any kind of survival situation, I would immediately just, like, become, like, a wisp. Just hide away. Yeah. Yeah, Wither and wither. Yeah, essentially. Become a little crone. How would we? Hmm. And now, since yeah. we're just going down this road, what would be our our preparation method for human meat? Is... What was that? Slap it in a frying pan and sear it. Okay. Okay. Uh, are we talking like in the current version of the world, or are we thinking like apocalypse? Let's just say current version of the world. I think that we would probably make, like, a good, like, stew. Yeah, especially for certain cuts of meat. I, you know, probably not going to be good enough to make, like, a steak out of. Yeah. That'll be good stew meat. I mean, I think that's what, like, the forearm would be good for. It would be a good Ooh, stew yeah. meat. yeah. Plus you get some of that bone marrow, because you got the two bones in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Get some bone marrow broth out of that. Henry Zabrowski would be so proud of this conversation. And the thinner, more sinewy pieces, you could just make jerky out of them or something. Dry yeah. Them. yeah. Yeah. Build yourself a, what do you call those? Like the the places where they make the jerky, the... Oh. 
can't remember the name. Oh, there's yeah. a one. Hmm. This is going to bother me. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well, indeed. But, um, Kyle, when you were talking about having to eat yourself while still conscious for whatever reason, that kind of, um, kind of leads into the next thing that I have written down for us, which is, do you think you could survive a Saw trap having finally watched the entire Saw franchise? Except for the one that um, is currently playing in theaters. Well, I'll say with only a little bit of shame that I've seen all those movies about three times now. Why would there be any shame? Those movies there, bang. There are some that obviously I don't think anyone could survive. Summer. Yeah. I think I could. If if depends on what part of my body is in danger. Yeah, I'm gonna- here's my- my caveat to that is spoilers for anybody who, um, wants to watch the entire Saw franchise and has not done so yet. Um, it has to be an actual jigsaw trap. Like, it can't be, like, one of his protégés who isn't actually doing it in his weird, like, fatalistic moralism-type way. Where there's like actually a chance for you to escape if you do the quote unquote right, like if you follow the rules. So it has to be an actual jigsaw trap. I would like to think that I could. Exactly what I was gonna say. I'd like to believe. I mean, I would hope that like if my life was like if it's my left hand or my life. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna yeah. like it, but yeah, take it, bro. I mean, I might be able to chop something off to get out of a restraint but i gotta say i don't think if i was under time pressure i, I need time to mentally prepare for a lot of things <laughs> so i probably wouldn't do well with that i mean it, well in some of them he does give you pressure. like two hours sometimes he gives you like a minute <laughs> but are those not often the uh Traps that were not actually made or designed by John Kramer. Yeah, that's true. I would like to, again, I would like to think that I could survive an actual saw trap. Maybe I'm gonna, I'm gonna be bold and say, yeah, probably. I yeah. think my desire to not die, especially with my particularly, like, horrendous fear of death, my desire to not do that would definitely, like, win out over my desire to, like, keep a limb. Yeah, I think, I think I could probably get through it, because I'm just, you know, a practical person in general. Yeah. Where pretty easily just be like, well, I mean, this is the only solution, this is just it, uh, you yeah. know? And also, I think a lot of times, like, the thing that gets people in a lot of saw traps, especially ones where it's like, oh, you could have survived if you had all just worked together, is that people panic, and, like, I would, like, take a minute, and, like, obviously, I'm not gonna act like I'm better than people, I don't know how I would react in any of those situations, but I really, truly would try my best to, like, assess the situation and make sure that I don't do the stupid thing where I like try to stumble out of my restraints and then immediately yank whatever is attached to the timer that makes it start ticking down faster. 
Yeah. I would really try to get my bearings first if I were to wake up in that situation and, like, take stock before I did anything. Yeah, I also have a high pain tolerance, too, so I feel like I could... I think I have a pretty... Like, based on just various experiences in my life, most recently including getting a tattoo that was, like, right over the bone, I think I do kind of have a high pain tolerance. Yeah, like, when they were like, oh, yeah, the ankle's one of the worst places to get a tattoo, and I'm like, then what? I almost fell asleep. <laughs> if I were to get like the arm piece that I want that's like Twin Peaks and it takes like two, three hours, I could oh my god, I'll take a nap. It'll be great. Yep. That'll be fantastic. I can't wait. But I think yeah. part of the issue with this though is like we're coming at this from the perspective of being familiar with the saw. Yeah, movie. we're coming at this from the perspective of people who know what a saw trap is. So Exactly. Like, I mean, if you were, if you just woke up and you were, like, in this situation and you knew nothing about yeah. saw and jigsaw and all that stuff. I still like to think that I just, as a person, would, like, again, just try and take stock of things before I do anything stupid. Who knows if that's actually what would happen, but... Yeah, but, I mean, you might not even know that there's some potential, like, trap you know, built into that. You might not know that there's a way to get out of it or that there are rules to follow, like... Well, I mean, there's always a tape that says, like, play me. Well, yeah, but if you're in a blind panic, you might not even see it. Points taken. Points taken. Yeah. I'd like to think... Yeah. As a somewhat analytical individual that I would, even if I didn't know what was going on, that I would try and assess an unfamiliar situation in like the smartest way that I can at any given moment but who's to say and you know honestly I feel like playing video games would prepare you for a scenario like that it pro okay you know what with that in mind I am just leaning even more into my answer of yeah I could probably survive a saw trap because I've played quite a few like escape and puzzle games yeah Maybe I would even just be like, my time has come. Yeah, because I, like, just earlier today, I was playing some Zelda, nice. and I was in the, uh, the Lightning Temple, like, solving little things in that, and I was like, man, I, I keep finding myself in little rooms where I have to figure out, like, you know, how do I get out of here, get to the next thing, and I'm like, it's, it's kind of similar. Yeah, just like, you know, with less dire results. Yeah that and that there's less pressure because you can take as long as you want to figure it out too mm -hmm. but, but i feel like you know exercising those skills while playing games would be helpful i would say so kyle you look like you've been pondering do you have anything else to add to this conversation before we get to like point b uh it's just making me realize more and more that i would not like i would like to be able to but i don't think i could you know i mean it's good to know these things about yourself yeah because i keep thinking of specific ones that, like, I know, like, oh, I wouldn't be able to do that. And I mean, frankly, I'm talking big game here. Like, I could be very wrong. Yeah. But this you is also a stupid podcast, so I don't have to be right. <laughs> but our sub point is can we think of any reasons why we as people might have wound up in a saw trap? So I've only seen the first two, and I saw them when they came out. So it's been what, like, twenty years or something. Okay, yeah. Um, so, so like, 
Jigsaw. He has his weird black and white kind of moralistic view of the world yeah. of like, oh, you've really caused other people yeah. pain, so now cut off your hand or whatever. Can we think of any reasons why we would be in a saw trap? Well, I remember that it's punishment, but is it for things like lying? Like as simple as lying to somebody? Not as simple as that, but if you're like a pathological liar who's like actively making people's lives worse, yeah, he might get okay. you for that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what ways do I make people's lives worse? Right. <laughs> and I don't want to, like, and I feel bad sit, like, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, I'm too nice of a person to ever be in a saw trap because, like, I'm not perfect. No. I just feel like any reason that I would give would probably be extremely petty by the standards of the franchise, yeah. but, yeah. like... Aside from maybe lifting something from Walmart when I was, like, nine years old, I don't think so. I don't think that rises to the level. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, just trying to think of my worst qualities, which is a weird thing to, like, be searching to admit in a public forum. I could see myself in a saw trap for being perpetually late. Okay. Because it inconveniences people sometimes. Yeah. Despite my best efforts. Yeah, that one might. Hmm. I could see that one. I don't know if this would, like, be considered punishable by Jigsaw's standards, but I could see myself winding up in a saw trap for, like, I don't know, for kind of being, like, a pushover. Interesting. In, like, I guess public or, like, work situations or whatever. Mm. My indecisiveness making people's lives harder. I'm also very indecisive, so there's that, too. Yeah, yeah. Make, yeah, you can't make a choice, so now you're in this trap where you have to make a choice. Mm, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's why I would be in a- that is one of the reasons why I would be in a saw trap. I can't make decisions, and now I have to make a very big one. And then it would have to be something like, would you rather lose your left eye or your right eye? You don't have a- I think you do have a dominant eye, but it's- way less do you? I think so I think it's way less but like it's way less important than your dominant hand or like it makes way less of a difference than which hand is dominant yeah like you have a dominant leg and everything too yeah you have a dominant side of your body essentially I think it can vary from side to side like I know my dominant leg is my right leg but I will have to pay attention to this in my day to day life now and report back well, that's why I had my hip injury. It was because I was always leading with my right leg. And so that's, yeah. So I have to try to lead with my left leg when I run. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. The more you know. But, I mean, but that's, that's like almost an impossible choice because it feels sort of arbitrary and you don't really want to lose either of them. Yeah. Yeah, and so, so you maybe that's... Choose... That's why yeah. it would be torture for me. Yeah, it's like maybe you don't actually lose whichever eye you, you would choose, but it's more of like if you don't make a choice, mm-hmm. you're going to lose both, but if you make a yeah. choice, you don't lose either. Yeah, that usually is how the saw trap works. Yeah. That sounds like Do something deeply unpleasant or even more deeply unpleasant thing happens. Hmm. 
Oh, yeah. I guess I was just kind of reminded of the fact, Kyle, I don't know if you managed to tune into this stream or not, but I wound up saying on the stream the other week that um, the Saw franchise made me reevaluate my stance on torture porn. So... So. Well, there was there is an old episode of the podcast or an old edition of the stream where I wound up saying something about how like there's like there's I don't like any form of torture porn. There's no point to it. There's nothing to be appreciated there. I was wrong. I have a weird relationship with that term. I don't I can't think of any other examples of it really aside from like maybe like movies that are basically just porn like horror themed like porn i don't know i like i know people call the saw movies that but i never really saw them that way yeah i mean i think at least the saw traps they they have like a narrative behind yeah. them yeah, but like i'm thinking about like the hills have eyes franchise i remember that one haven't being, seen that one like, i haven't actually seen them either but um that being held up as an example where it's basically like they're just killing people in gruesome ways just to kill people in gruesome ways I, hmm. so see maybe i should watch one or two of those and like compare and i know there's like a whole genre of like rape revenge movies which i might have seen like one in my life but i know people generally think they're like horrible like ethically and like horribly made <laughs> Oh, yeah. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At Bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Interesting. Yeah, anything where you're using rape as like a narrative tool for the purpose of yeah, like not horror. Cool. Yeah, 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 to drive. Yeah, Saw is so much better than that. 
I would agree. I would 100% agree. I, like, I feel like there are, there's a very annoying subset of film bro out there that would, like, try to hold up I Spit on Your Grave as some sort of, like, transgressive feminist masterpiece. No, Saw is better. It's almost camp. Fight me. Basically is. Oh, speaking of camp, we're getting ahead of ourselves because this is already going to have happened by the time that this episode actually airs. Brooks, we watched Reanimator last night. <sighs> have fun. Yeah. I've fallen into a pattern of watching it right before the stream, so. Just have fun. Just putting that, that, that's all. Have fun. <laughs> all right. Um, this is a question that I believe has been discussed on previous, I think both previous Halloween episodes of the podcast, but it's always nice to get new opinions. Um, do we think that Halloween is more fun as a kid or as an adult? I want to say kid. Just felt like it had more magic to it, you know? That's like so valid. There is a part of me that wants to say adult because when I was a kid, like, I, like, I had the same level of, like, attention to detail and wanting my costume to be perfect or whatever, but I was a small child and, like, needed assistance and there was only so much that, like, you know, my parents are willing to assist their perfectionist child in, like, making sure that this costume is exactly the way she wants it and all this fun stuff. So now that I, like... It's all down to, like, I'm in charge of it, and I can do whatever I want, and I can, like, you know, put as much time and effort and money into it as I want. That is incredibly satisfying to me. And also, when I was a little kid, you know when you would get, like, the Halloween costume catalog? Mm-hmm. I always want- I haven't done this, and I don't know if I ever will, but I always wanted to be Wonder Woman. I wanted to be Wonder Woman so bad. And I live in upstate New York, and it's cold in October here. And it always made me so mad that I couldn't be Wonder Woman. But now, as an adult, I could just suffer if I wanted to. No one's telling me no, which is very satisfying. I don't know if I ever would bother dressing up as Wonder Woman, but knowing that I could, and just, like, either, like, you know, a hoe never gets cold. So I could just... I could just do it, no one's stopping me. And that is incredibly satisfying to me. Something about the freedom of Halloween as an adult, as a person who likes to go utterly nuts with costumes, is wonderful. Because there's nobody telling me that I can't do something. One Halloween I went dressed as a witch and I had these like super long green like stick on nails. Nice. And so I couldn't wear gloves or anything and it was particularly cold that year mm -hmm. and I made it like four houses down before I had to go home because my hands were just frozen into claws no rip like physically could not move them it was like hooked into my little you know trick-or-treating bag like oh no so that kind of ruined that yeah so sometimes they have a point when it comes to the cold and that's the thing but, like, also when you're an adult, you might just be going to a party that's indoors. So, like, your walk from, like, your car to the party might be unpleasant. But then you yeah. get in there and you're, like, you know, having a great time as Playboy Bunny L. Woods or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, but kids, you get the candy. I, I still remember that feeling of like oh my getting God, home from trick or treat. So good, you dump out the bag. Yeah, take stock. Maybe do a little trading with siblings. Yes, yes. That was a great feeling, and I do miss it very much. Yeah, there should be adult trick or treating. But it still just wouldn't be the same because, like, now I can just go to the store and buy candy. You know, as a kid, your parents probably wouldn't let you go and buy like that much candy. Yeah. Or if you even had your money to spend on it, you know. Kyle, what about you? I the candy was always the part I looked forward to the most. And so, you know, I love the freedom of being able to buy as much as I want as an adult. But also, I think it's, you have, like, the benefit of hindsight when you're an adult, so you can, like, learn to love it as much or almost as much as you did when you were a kid. And you can still go out, and maybe there's not trick-or-treating, but there's, like, parties and networking and shit. I think, I think it could be fun. I think an important distinction is that you need to separate out, like, young adulthood from, like, later adulthood. Oh, because, Halloween like, weekend is elite. Like, yeah, Hall Halloween when you're, like, in college, oh sure. God. You're technically an adult, but you've got all these people around you. But as you get older, your friends, you, like, have fewer and fewer friends because people get married, move away, right? You're not... And so... You don't really have parties to go to necessarily anymore. I, you know, so I think th there's an important distinction. I think like Halloween from 18 to 30 and then after 30. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say as a person who's in the 18 to 30 category right now, I am very much enjoy. Like I'm like, there are definitely things I miss about Halloween as a kid. One, there definitely was the like spooky magic in the air type feeling, which I mm -hmm. absolutely loved. And I will be chasing that high for the rest of my life. But um, I am really enjoying my 18 to 30 Halloweens right now. I'm having I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, the age specifically was in my head because I can't remember what I was looking at the other day where they defined adulthood as like over 30 and then young adulthood. Is, so you're not like an adult adult until you in your 30s. I mean, I th I'm just a 25-year-old teenage girl, and I think I'm going to feel that way for the rest of my life, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. To me, the, the, the major exception to this, I miss, I know people make fun of Ohio, but I miss living in Columbus so, so much. Because, well, many reasons, but specifically for this moment, they have a Halloween party every year where they, like, for the city, like they shut down a huge okay. segment of okay. the art district, um, and they set up like on the middle of one of the busiest streets in the entire city, a giant runway. They build it, yes, and you can enter a costume contest, and then people walk up and down this yes. giant runway. Oh my god, and, yes! And it is a very pride-friendly city, so you get a lot of drag queens who are just like bringing it, you know um okay when are we going <laughs> and one of my my favorite things i always looked forward to with that is you can get like a hot apple cider with bourbon in it just walk around sip in it watching all these costumes and it was a huge thing like you know thousands and thousands of people yes that was better than childhood that sounds like quite possibly the best night ever and we will be doing that someday very soon
Yeah, I, man, I love Columbus. Oh my god. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, so to me, that's like the major caveat. I would say childhood, but Columbus Halloween party is better. Yeah, I'm, I think I am going to say like your kind of young adult yeah. Halloween is, is superior in my personal opinion. And again, maybe this is like this, maybe this is just because of who I am as a person and like the amount of satisfaction I get from like doing elaborate, complicated things that I didn't have the ability or the skit, like the skills or the time or, you know, whatever to put into that as a kid even when I wanted like even when I wanted to that was frustrating or like being told that like I couldn't dress up as something that I wanted to when now it's like it's all you it's all down to me and I can do whatever I want and I really like that yeah I think that's probably the the difference here in our responses is like you're into costumes whereas Kyle and I it seems like it was more about the candy in costumes. And like the candy gave childhood an edge. Fucking great. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, the I'm more like, I look back, like even like you know how like when you were a kid, or maybe this was just a my household thing, you know how you had like the bin of like random ass little costumes? No. Oh, we were uh we were a um a dress up household, my sister sure. and I. Like wait, we just wait, wait, wait. Are you for Halloween? No, oh. just like as a like activity. Okay. Oh my god, that was so much of a thing. Where like you just had a bin of like where like you kept like some old random Halloween costumes and then you would play dress up. Oh my god, that was one of my favorite things to do. I have always been a costume kid, apparently. What Whether or not I was aware of it. I wonder if it's because you had, like, a sister and you it was easier to share costumes versus me having two brothers. Very possible. Yeah. When I was, like, five or six, my mom uh, sewed together this, like, giant remote control costume. She made me a remote control for Halloween one year. That's so was, cute. Like, this big brown square, like, felt thing that I just slipped over my body, like a mascot suit. Aww. I remember getting so upset because all the like adults were kept stopping me to take pictures of me be- and I wanted to like get more candy and I was like constantly getting harassed for pictures by like the neighborhood people. Oh, see, I mm. and to this day, maybe this makes me a narcissist whenever someone's like, "Oh my god, your costume looks so great. Can I take a picture?" <sighs> oh, yeah, that's fine. Now, when you're not trying to get candy, yeah. Like this even as a kid, that was crack to me. Like, if it, if we were at a con, you know, perusing the merch, but perusing the merch meant at each table you got candy, I would not want people to stop me. Because <laughs> I would prefer, like, no, I have to get the candy. That's, I mean, even I'm not going to judge you, but again, oh my god. Attention. Yeah. I mean, it is nice, but I'm I'm just not like you know in the costumes per se, which is I know weird saying, well, just like this, but I mean yes, but you also did simply purchase that and put it on. Yep. yep. And also, like amazing. that looks very comfortable. It is. It, like it pajamas. looks like it has kind of pajama vibes or like yeah. loungewear vibes. Aside from the collar, I suppose. Yeah. 
just fold it down. Yeah. So, like, you can, like, have some costumes that look very good without necessarily being into costumes if it's just, like, I purchased this thing and I put it on my body. Got a couple of those. And you look fucking bomb in all of them. So, like, there's no judgment from me here. I just like making things because I'm insane. Well, I have things I've made, too. I know, and they're all I've very impressive. Jacket. I will be borrowing that at some point. Yeah. Exciting we times. Do our, uh... Aji. Yes. Cakes and whatnot. I, I know words. So proud like, of us. The thing you put on, and it's like a Yeah. All right. Um, so now we have something that Brooks found for us. Yay. Which I'm very excited about. We're gonna read some bad two-sentence horror stories. <laughs> I think we're oh, gonna rotate great. off who's reading what. Did it send? There it goes. There we go. Oh, okay. Come on. Open phone. Thank you. Oh my god. Okay, cool. I can already see some of these, and man, these are golden. I just have the window made really small on um, my second monitor here. Whoever would like to go first, and then we'll kind of just go in a quote-unquote circle. Mm -hmm. Would anyone like to begin? I can kick it off here. Hell yeah. This, this first one actually has a title. A oh, incredible. Don't. Because um, this, this first one is the IKEA incident. Love it. Right. And as a, an avid IKEA fan, I've still know. never been to an IKEA. You need to come here, and then we'll drive up to Toronto. Done. That's the closest one. Yeah. It's See, like I also hours. feel an, like a weird, strong oh. obligation to go to an IKEA now because there's a bunch of like ghost-related jokes that I could make, being that the lead singer of Ghost is from Sweden, and people make jokes about it all the time. Oh, fun. Yeah, we'll just make a, a road trip. So just, like, even more reason now. I interrupted you. Go ahead. Yes. Right. The IKEA incident. I decided to go on a tour of the IKEA factory. Little did I know that I would find the creature that lays the IKEA meatballs. <laughs> I freaking love those meatballs. Like, because they got, they got a whole cafeteria at IKEA. and I Oh, I know. I've heard tell. Every time I get those meatballs. I've heard tell. Alright, I will go. Scrolling on down. <clears throat> no title for this one, just two sentences. I woke up on a wonderful morning full of enthusiasm. Then I noticed the mutilated body of my children on the floor. <laughs> Singular body of his children. <laughs> That, that was the one when I texted yesterday that I was, like, dying. <laughs> Something about just, like, those, like, slightly off grammar of this, too. Beautiful. Oh, there's a few that have bad grammar. It's oh, fantastic. It's so much worse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, it has, like, yeah. who was phone energy. Or, no, it has. It has man door, hand hook, car door energy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think rather... was phone and who was phone? Okay, Kyle, your turn. Come on in, have a seat, said the dentist, 
dot 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 who invented the electric chair <laughs> which technically that's a one sentence horror story did a dentist actually invent the electric chair that can't be right like i'm assuming well, that's, that's not correct that's what i'm wondering is like i don't think that's correct and also <laughs> i very much don't why are you inviting someone if you're operating the electric chair why are you inviting it's like you're inviting an unsuspecting person that's why I love it, because it's like, the person who wrote is probably like, yes, this is very scary, because it's just, you think it's a regular chair. But it's like, then why does it have to be a dentist? Like, I don't, like, I have a lot of Sweet questions. Sweet Todd, but worse. Yeah. Brooks, oh. you're up again. I wasn't scared of long hallways. That wasn't until I met. The hallway man. <laughs> I feel oh, like some people one. just make <laughs> people just put down words and are like, "Yeah, that's it. That's all like, we need." I, I can see that being an intro to like a longer story, but that in itself. But is that's the whole it. Story. Who's yeah. the hallway man? What does he do? What does he look like? Is he like the hat man? Yeah, and what a scary name. <laughs> I, oh my god, I need to send this to you and I will link this in the description. Have you seen the video? You know how, like, the Vogue is, like, an event in, like, the drag subculture? Mm -hmm. Have you seen the video where someone showed up to the Vogue as the hat man? Like, the hat man that you supposedly hallucinate if you take too much Benadryl? Someone showed up to the Vogue as the hat man. Alright, but you know what this makes me think of? I'm the hallway man. I'm the hallway man. Oh, that's yeah, so good. Like, the, the small, like, grammatical mistake that makes, like, the whole thing, like, invalid. Incredible. <laughs> like, there like, wasn't until. Right? <laughs> Alright, here we go. <laughs> Everyone always talks about skeletons in the closet. What do I do if a skeleton comes out of the closet? Parentheses, urgent. <laughs> this is just funny. I know, the urgent really got me. Aw, congratulate him. It isn't every day you see a gay skeleton. Yeah, yeah, he's being brave and bearing his soul to you. Leave him alone. You don't have to do anything. <laughs> All right, what do we got? I'm ready. I'm like timing my sips of tea very carefully. <laughs> oh, is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> Dad, it's time for you to open up your Christmas presents, I said jokingly. My smile turned to horror as his urn levitated and flew towards the tree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, that's just like, I could see that in that's a bit in some supernatural comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This is me just sitting in my office yesterday. <laughs> He's like, well, people probably thought there was something wrong with me. It's fine. I don't think we've gotten to the one yet that made me, like, bark laugh. <sighs> I'm excited. <laughs> 
the next one is amusing because grammatical errors amazing. but also well you'll see one day i was walking down the street and someone started the chase me <laughs> he said i want to kidnap you okay i mean yeah yeah it's a pretty pretty uncomfortable scenario one day i was walking down the street and someone started the chase me he said i want to kidnap you Okay. Okay. <clears throat> he cried when he saw the acceptance letter from Stanford as he wished his parents could be here to see it. But he had to do it to come up with that orphan teenager story for the college application. You gotta stand out somehow, man. That one took me a second. Like, what do you mean to come up with? Oh, he killed his parents. Okay. <laughs> we were both 15 at the time. How are you still 15 while I'm eight while I'm 18? <laughs> Wait, that's it. <laughs> There's also can two grammaticals. Can I read that out loud again? <laughs> yes sorry i like didn't scroll because i didn't want to like spoil it for myself and now i'm like actually physically looking at it wow uh, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> we were both 15 at the time how are you still 15 while am 18 <laughs> oh my god <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. I mean, not even, yeah. Not even remotely like a horror story. It's just. I mean, I I took it as like maybe the other person became like a vampire or something at fifteen, so they didn't age. Oh my god! How would you be able to tell those ages that they weren't aging? Yeah, actually. But it's like it's it's the grammar that does it for me. I just... This just reminded me of another like dramatic reading of a like grammatically incorrect tumblr post that i will find and link where someone is doing like a sort of nandor the relentless type voice and it's like i became a vampire <laughs> and it made me laugh a lot and i will share that as soon as i rediscover it <laughs> so reading the next one i'm purposely not um unless it's my wait it's not my turn is it no, it's me. Okay, Although, I'm purposely not reading the next one because I don't, like, I want it to just hit me. So, the next one isn't particularly... I just enjoy a name that is in it. Okay. And admittedly, everyone after this one, I put on there because I do not understand them. Okay, great. Yeah. So now we're just gonna be confused together. Yeah, like, one of the ones that's coming up, I read it so many times and I still don't understand. Okay, well, now I'm excited. Yeah, okay. Uh, but this one first. The child cried as Creepy Joe entered the room. <laughs> his jaw unhinged and his fangs grew as he smelled the child's fear. Creepy <laughs> Joe. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know if it's better or worse than the hallway man. <laughs> I mean, at least he has a name. It's true. So the one after the next one is the one that I read. <laughs> okay. Times. Okay. There's only two more. Okay. Just two more. 
I agreed with the devil, allowing him to take my firstborn son, grinning smugly as I thought of my two daughters. My wife was in tears when she found out about this. I couldn't understand why until a circle of flames engulfed my son-in-law. Huh? No! What does this mean? Like, if anyone can figure this out, please comment and explain it to us. Like, maybe the devil was like, ah, I didn't need biological son. You know, like, and so your son-in-law counts? Maybe. Or like, or like, did the, did, um, the, uh, I guess I shouldn't be so heteronormative and assume it's a guy, but it works better for my other theory, is that like, maybe he had an affair with a woman and that woman got pregnant and had a son and didn't tell him and then that son married his own sister it's possible because <laughs> but then sure. how why would the wife know that as i said why is the wife beats yeah. me like his wife was in tears when she found out about it. Couldn't understand why until so like the wife got it and this person didn't. This is also very confusing. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> yeah, and I still I don't understand. Really so it's not you. Yeah. yeah, the next one also doesn't make any sense to me, and I want it to be explained. Cool. Kyle. In 1950, there were 2.5 billion people on Earth. Now there is eight. But since Sarah just died, I guess the number went down to seven. <laughs> Again, what? it's it's the the less horror they are, the funnier they are. I like, know. I know. Well, that's the thing. I think it's supposed to be scary. Like my initial assumption was the assumption was that they meant eight billion because there are eight billion people on the planet right now mm -hmm. but then they said one person died and the number was seven so i guess they meant there were literally eight people on the planet yeah it's the apocalypse yeah maybe that's it the, the but population how would they know? has been oh they know there are eight people on the planet i can't imagine they have communication like yeah point taken but also my name's in it that's kind of fun. I died in it, yeah. Big sad. Well, I mean, Brady at least I know your funeral plans now because we had an extensive podcast discussion about that one time. You say more than once, actually. <laughs> one, one particularly extensive conversation. Yeah, yeah why does this podcast get so morbid even when we're not trying to be? Because we don't shy away from the, the morbid stuff like a lot of people do. I love it. I think a lot of people be like, oh, it's in bad taste to talk about, like, you know, funerals and whatever. And it's like, no, no. Who cares? Part of life, man. It happens to all of us. All right. But <laughs> just, if, if they're saying there are literally eight people on the planet because of, like, an apocalypse, why did they use 1950s population as the reference point? Unless their story is taking place in, like, 1951 or something? Like, why wouldn't you say there were 8 billion people on the planet, now there's 8? That also, like, can't be the correct figure. What? The 8? The, the 2.5 billion in 1950 or whatever. Oh, I think it probably is. 
the the population has exploded. Oh, uh, I guess like, so. Exponentially. It's just like, why would you use 1950 as your comparison point? Yeah, that is a weird reference. As opposed to, you know, the current population of planet Earth. Maybe this is like Fallout 4. Yeah, as I said, unless this, this is a story that's taking place in, like, the, the 1950s, and so it's more relevant, but they don't say that. And this is the whole story, so it's not like it's... Thus is the nature of the two-sentence horror story. Plus, they cheated at three sentences. Mmm, rude. Oh, is there one after this? In... My personal document. I think. Oh, I think that's the one I sent you guys, though. There's one more on here. Right. I forget what it is. Because <laughs> I, I added it to the document Wait. after I already uploaded it. What did you say? <laughs> I wonder if I could read it. Go for it. Yeah, I don't even remember what it is. I didn't know where the muffled screams were coming from until I lifted bun of my burger. <laughs> That's when I saw that the patty was actually meat men. <laughs> okay. Again, I read it like five times before I read it out loud, and I didn't notice that it was bun of my burger <laughs> until... Oh, God. <laughs> All right. one got me, and I, I, I was like, you know what? There's already too many on the document, so I didn't upload the version with that on it. Oh well. And there were so many others that I wanted, but held in. We can always bring that back just for funsies. Read bad two sentence horror stories because I feel like that is a, that's got to be a gold mine. Like, just an example of one that I wanted to put, and then um, in the middle of the night, your dog stands on his hind legs and says. Nobody will ever believe you. Then you see him grab a kitchen knife and run into your parents' room. Oh my god. The first part of that is, like, freaky enough. Because, like, yeah. Or, just one more. An eye for an eye leaves the world blind. Eddie the eye-eater thought as he began to feast. <laughs> Eddie the eye-eater. Sure, why not? You That's know, better than it's even better than Creepy Joe or the Hallway Man. All right, hell yeah. Well, with that, so many good ones. With more to definitely come in the future, this this will be a segment that that makes another appearance. So with that, that's gonna bring us to the weekly worsening, and I think I have some pretty solid stuff. I finally ordered, it's finally back in stock, the OG Cardinal Copia plushie. I ordered that today. I ordered that at like 9 o'clock, before 9 o'clock this morning. And by like 1 p.m., I got an email saying that it had shipped. Nice. So, I eagerly await my son. My fucked up little son. And also, I got another exciting package in the mail today. I want to give a shout out to Omega Level 3D Printing, who printed my vessel mask for me wow. for Halloween. 
I'm very excited to start working on this. They are like they it's just this guy who does like independent 3D printing. You can commission him. Um and they have tables at they do tabling at um Saratoga Comic-Con and Mid-Hudson Comic-Con and I'm assuming probably some other local conventions, but hell yeah, cool stuff. Check them out. I am so happy with this and I'm so excited to start working on it. We are mere weeks away from Saratoga Comic-Con. We are mere weeks away from Saratoga Comic-Con, which is very exciting because this is also going to be making an appearance at Saratoga Comic-Con. Fun times all around. So that's how I'm worse this week. Purchasing items and continuing to fall deeper and deeper down the cosplay rabbit hole. You know, I don't really know that I'm worse this week. I think we all know that's a lie. Like, I'm trying real hard. <laughs> you can always be worse. Yeah, that's why I was trying, I was like, what have, what have I done this week? I mean, I've done a lot of things, just... I haven't had as much time for hobbies. I mean, I continue to play video games, and I did technically start watching an anime series, like, right before we started. I watched, like, half of an episode. Just because, like, it was the first thing Jesus I saw. Jesus Christ, and I what now? Sure. And I already don't remember what it was called. Cool. I seriously don't remember. It's I know it's three words. <laughs> Something about a guy who gets trapped in a virtual reality game. But that, but that's where I am now. Sword like, I was like, online? Oh, Huh? Sword Art Online? No. No clue. It's it's new. Okay. But but I think like that's the level where I am now where I'm like, oh I, I just got like, you know, fifteen minutes to eat and I'm just gonna throw something on and I turn on Netflix. I was like, yeah, sure, that that's fine. Just random anime series. I think um the fact that you texted me before we recorded today saying, I don't know which costume to pick, I think that is definitely you becoming worse because that is something i never would have imagined you saying like last year well i've always had you know a few costumes but you know mostly just kind of your standard halloween thing i mean like i'd water. say it counts but that's just me yeah yeah Kyle, what about you? uh i'm struggling to think of something also, I guess I'm eating too many sweets. I've had a yeah. couple apple cider donut meals this week. <laughs> Happens to the rest of us. I don't know. I, I did just order a whole mess of loose leaf tea from David's Tea. Nice. Um, and got like a new mug. Of course you did. Not from them. Uh, just a, a cool, like, double-walled glass mug that has dried flowers between the walls, which is pretty cool. Wait, that sounds super pretty. Yeah, it is very cool. Yeah, I wanted to use it, like, during the pod, but I was like, no, but it's Halloween episode. You know, so I don't have to wait. But, Why yeah. Like... Well, I mean, not tomorrow night when we're actually recording this, but... Or tomorrow night when we're actually recording this, not tomorrow night when this drops. Yeah. You could use it during the stream tomorrow night. That is true. Yep. I gotta take advantage. I won't be able to, like, be sipping tea. Oh, yeah. Oh, big sad. Mm-hmm. Because I'll have the my new clear aligners. 
Well, I know how we're all going to be worse by the next episode. We will all have been to a musical. Yeah. uh, So, Sweeney Todd, Saturday. Oh, I'm so excited. I cannot express to you how excited I am that Spamalot's coming back. And I kept wanting to send you screenshots. Like, Alex Brightman is going to be Lancelot. Oh, I know. I saw. I saw. saw. Don't you worry. Like, one of the few Broadway performers I can name, and only because you have talked about him so much. But, like, I I am dying to go see Spamalot. We will make it happen. I mean, how many people get to have a a musical made out of, like, their favorite movie? Not many. Yeah. It's exciting stuff. We will. We will do our best to make that happen. I looked it up. The anime is called Good Morning World. Fun. Yep, just Mm. something random. I did finish all the episodes of Zom 100 that that are out currently. There's only nine of them, but, like, Mm. I'm not in love with that show. We could just watch all nine episodes this weekend. We could. We could also watch Over the Garden Wall. Never seen it. That's it. (laughs) That or, like, Bride of Reanimator. My, uh, like, Google page keeps recommending articles about Over the Garden Wall. And I keep reading them, like theories about the ending, and Good. like, oh my god, article, I love that. An article simply about the autumnal vibes. Precisely. <laughs> Kyle has a, has something to say. I have a rock fact. <laughs> it's a rock fact. I think this is from the Grand Canyon. That's oh, fun. Fancy rock. Mom gave it to me when I was a kid. Alright, well with our rock fact I think that's going to bring us to the end of the episode for this week As always, friends, we appreciate each and every single one of you We'll be back again next week Happy Halloween Have an amazing time And we will see you then Adios This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks, featuring special guest Kyle Bristol. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Twitch and Facebook, and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.